There is a couple topics I'm super passionate about. Cancer definitely set us on our journey. And visiting with the people with the answers is what I'm all about. And as far as it goes with humic and fulvic minerals, Caroline Allen is the expert. Let's visit with her. Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down with the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son. As Napoleon Hill famously stated, every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Come and join us on our journey to create a blue zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer, regenerative farming, and strengthening local economies. So good to finally be on a Zoom face-to-face -face with you. Uh, definitely talked a lot uh, in, in the past. Um, just for everybody watching, the, the thing that got me was I'd listened to a podcast that you had done with Dave Asprey, uh, the, the bulletproof guy, the original biohacker, and um, brought your products in when Lander was diagnosed very, very early on. So he was diagnosed with stage four cancer and we did undergo conventional treatments as long as well as doing a lot of other things. So beam minerals from a perspective of getting goodies in him and trying to get the bad stuff out is uh, what I was really passionate about with your products and just been following along with you and brought them, brought your products into the market because they, they work and just wanted, you know, your story, you got a great story and you have all the knowledge that we can all learn from. And so I'm honored to, to be visiting with you and being able to share that. Thank you. And how is Lander doing today? Lander's doing great. So two weeks ago we had, uh, you know, another set of clear scans and he's, uh, you know, two years out. Fantastic. You know, there is an interesting story um, kind of related to this that um, there was a man, um, his, his name was Dr. Frost, and he was uh, tasked by NASA to figure out how to keep astronauts in space. And the problem is that when you put people out in space, they get a lot more radiation because they don't have the atmosphere to protect them. And they have, you know, the more radiation you get, the more possibility of cancer you have. And so he, after lots and lots of research, determined that the best way to keep those astronauts safe while they're, they're in space was with humic and fulvic minerals. Really? So when their systems are highly um, mineralized, and particularly with these humic molecules, the humic molecules are constantly doing this cleanup and removal of heavy metals from the system. Um, so uh, it's, it's, there's actually a whole thing called the Frost Report. You, I think you can look it up. Um, and it's, it's quite interesting and pretty out there, I'm telling you, um, but uh, pretty amazing also. We, I, I will have to find that. Yeah, I will, I'll get that and, and dive into that. The, the radiation's a big deal. It's a big, been a massive concern for me with Lander with all the scans, and he actually did uh, have a 16 radiation treatments. Um, so that's that's always been in the back of my mind as something like just kind of stresses me out. Will you explain just kind of the overview of of minerals and why? we don't have them and why the deficiencies are so, so common now? Yeah. You know, one of the things I like to help people get a handle on is, is if you think about your body and you, if you took all of the water out of your body, 
you'd be a little pile of minerals. So if you look around your room, um, everything in the world, everything on earth is made of minerals. So I really want people to shift their thinking about minerals and how important they are. They are the fundamental foundational building blocks of your body. So the other kind of reframe for people is we tend to think about illness or disease or chronic problems um, as a problem with a tissue or a bone or a, um, or a um, system, you know, the cardiovascular system, the heart or a, 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 an organ um, or a, an endocrine system or, you know, enzymes or whatever. And, but when you think about your body, every single part of your body is made of cells. You are a cellular being, just like a plant. Well, you're obviously not exactly like a plant, but your gut sure works a lot like a plant. So when we start, when I started doing all this research about um, these minerals because of the effect they had on my health, I, I had so many ahas because what I realized is that what drives the cells in your body, of which your entire body is made, is minerals and amino acids. So if your cells don't have a full spectrum of minerals, not just the few that we hear of that our doctors say we need to take or kind of is in the mainstream, but you know, odd minerals like molybdenum or copper um, or phosphorus, things that you wouldn't go to the health food store and buy a pill and take because you only need a very small amount of it, but it's a very important um, part right. of the, of, of your cells, of the engine of your cells. So that's the first, you know, reframe your entire body is made of cells and everything is driven by minerals. I sat on a panel recently, a longevity panel and the, the, um, moderator was asking all sorts of questions about, you know, longevity and each person on the panel came from a different maybe they had a particular product or they had a particular expertise or you know one guy was a heart a heart specialist different things like that and you know the interesting thing was every single one of them by the end of that panel said and it's the minerals if you are mineral deficient you're going to have more problems in my product or my brand or my particular focus is going to be challenged so by the end, we all basically just said, it's the minerals. It's the minerals. So if you, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in supplement, supplements. Um, and I have seen how magnesium has changed a lot of lives, like it, firsthand, like no questions asked. But what I am also seeing is that there's a lot of supplements, probably the majority of them, that our bodies can't even utilize. So we are taking them and we're getting a positive effect or, or no effect, but why, why is it that we are not able to use those supplements? Yeah. So one of, so this is such a huge thing. And I, I am like, I'm personally on a mission to empower people because people are spending a lot of money on supplementation. That's not really having an effect in their body. So, I'm going to give you a really quick uh, synopsis of what happened with me. So, and why I'm so inspired about this. So 
I um, came out of a corporate career and I had flatlined adrenals. I had really bad inflammation in my gut. I had constant bloating and discomfort when I ate and just bad elimination problems. I had um, uh, inflammation in my mouth really bad that had been going on for many years where I had really deep pockets. I had receding gums and bone loss in my teeth. My, the dentin in my teeth was becoming soft and punky. Um, the, I had headaches almost every day. I had sinus infections recurring every few months that would last for four weeks, six weeks. Um, and I was, I was, tr and that was after being gluten-free. I had realized through, uh, my MD actually that I was badly gluten intolerant. I never had a celiac test, but definitely quite gluten intolerant. And I realized that had been going on since I was a child. Um, because I had skin problems and all sorts of problems growing up. So I had systemic inflammation and I started taking these plant-based liquid minerals. And I, I literally over the space of six months saw a resolution of the gut problems, the mouth problems, the headaches, the, um, the sinus problems, and my adrenals went up like one third up the, on the chart from being completely flatlined. So this is why I did so much research. And in the process, I had such amazing ahas. And it has to do with this concept of bioavailability. So, you know, we, people who take supplements know a lot of times they say, oh, you have to take this one with this other thing, or you have to take it at a certain time of day, or you have to take it with or without food. And this is all about trying to make that supplement more bioavailable, this buzzword. But what I like to do is break it down for people because when I really understood this, it completely changed the way I think about the food I eat, the supplementation that I do and how I do it. So bioavailability has three stages. First is digestion. We all think we understand that, but I am gonna talk about it a bit. Um, the second, is absorption. That means getting those nutrients that have been broken down into your bloodstream. That's called absorption. And the final stage is called assimilation. And assimilation is getting those nutrients, those minerals, those things into your cells. So out of the bloodstream and into the cells. Okay. So all three of those stages have to be present for something to be bioavailable. There are some things that are utilized in the bloodstream, but most minerals and nutrients have to get into the cell where they become available to this thing called the mitochondria. Inside your cell, you have mitochondria. And this, this mitochondria is like the engine of your body. It, it produces all of the energy to run all of the processes, every single process in your body. And as it, just to kind of give you a scale on this. So in a, in a single skin cell, there might be, you know, 30 to 100 mitochondria in one single cell. Inside a heart cell, there might be five to 7,000 mitochondria. Inside a cell in your eye, 10 to 12,000 mitochondria in a single cell. So this gives you an idea of the concept. So you have you have in your body about 37 trillion cells. Can you imagine how many mitochondria you have that are constantly working to generate energy? So this is, this is how, this is like, think about your body as an engine 
and these mitochondria are the, the base units and you have to keep feeding the base units so that they can do their work of generating energy. The, the mitochondrial focus that's coming around is really, really interesting. And, and minerals are, are going to be those cofactors that allow them to do, I, they're almost like, uh, I saw, heard the analogy more of like a biochip than a, than a power plant, right? So like they're, they're the full factory that generate, you know, their own power. The aspect of uh, deficiencies of, of whatever that might be, and then the combined with the toxicity is where I have been so impressed with, with the humic and fulvic complexes is because yes. they address both of those issues. Exactly. And we're going to get into how that is. I mean, the, the beautiful thing about the humic and fulvic is they are actually Mother Nature's solution. Mother Nature, you know, developed over millennia these humic and fulvic uh, complexes or molecules, which do replenishment of minerals in all cellular systems and also do natural detoxification of all cellular systems. So we'll get into how that works. But to go back to bioavailability, the thing about this that's so cool is that once you begin to understand how this works, it's going to change your mind. So first of all, understanding that the all of these, these minerals and these nutrients, this, what you put in your mouth, it has to get digested, absorbed, and into your cells so it can be utilized by the mitochondria. So first stage, digestion, the interesting thing is, unless something gets digested all the way down to its ionic chemical components, it cannot be absorbed. And so that would be basically its smallest, its smallest form? Yes, so, so when you take a powdered drink, let's say you're doing an electrolyte drink, and there's, let's say there's a large amount 320 milligrams of magnesium in that drink. Now, first of all, because it's powder and because it's flavored, it has to be digested first. So it has to go through this in complete process. And this is the amazing thing that people need to understand is that only about 10 to 12% of that ever gets digested. And that's for a couple of reasons, partly because most of these um, mineral supplements are made from rocks shells, bones, and how well does your body actually digest those things? The human digestive system is actually not very well versed in, in digesting those things. So again, that's, that's part of the reason plant-based minerals are so effective because they're, your body is evolved over millennia to digest, to break down plant substances. So that's the first stage. So let's say this magnesium has digested down to its 10, per, 10 to 12% of it's digested down to its ionic components. It's ready for absorption. So let's talk about how that absorption process works. So it works inside your gut. There are these finger-like uh, uh, structures. They look kind of like fingers and they're called villi. And lining those structures are something called epithelial cells. And lining each one of those cells are these receptor sites. And now here is the hugest aha that I had. Those receptor sites aren't just like general, you know, here, give me something and I'll take it in. No, they're actually specific to specific elements. 
So you've got a lot of magnesium receptors because we need, and potassium, and you know, because we need a lot of those. But you also have a small amount of receptors for molybdenum and phosphorus and copper and zinc and iron. I mean, every element that your body needs. And there are a lot. There are many that we don't even know why we have receptors for them because we don't know what they do, but we do know that we have receptors for them. Okay, so so when I what I want people to understand is how much of that act of that magnesium actually gets absorbed has to do with number one, the health of the lining of your gut, right? How well yep. how 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 are you doing with absorption? And that has to do with a lot of things about microbiome health, as we know. Um, you know, the, the acidity or alkalinity of your gut, all sorts of different aspects about having a healthy microbiome. Um, so the healthier your microbiome, the more absorption occurs because you have more receptor sites that are healthy and available to receive something to bring it into your bloodstream, okay? So a much smaller portion of that magnesium actually gets absorbed. Okay. It's, it's so, almost like a ball and a glove. There's only so many gloves to catch right. so many balls. And once it's full, it's full. Exactly. And what happens to all of the rest of the magnesium that's in your system? Your body has to work to eliminate it. And that's the interesting thing. So this is the thing that completely changed my mind. You know, we, we tend to think of our body like a car, we need gas, put in gas. I uh, need oil, put in oil, I need magnesium, put in magnesium, I need calcium, put in calcium, but etc. But the body does not work like a car at all. And in fact, your body is the absorption assimilation process. It's so incredibly miraculously intelligent that it knows what it needs and it goes for it when it wants it. So rather than creating, you know, and we talk about electrolyte balance. And I want to kind of bring people's focus to that because minerals work in balanced pairs. And we don't really, we've, you know, we, again, we think, okay, I need magnesium, just put a whole bunch of magnesium in there. Let's say I'm having cramping and someone told me I need to take magnesium because I have cramping. But the fact is you could have cramping because of an imbalance in the levels of your calcium and magnesium. So the CalMag balance, the ratio of calcium and magnesium, and there's a whole, that's a very involved conversation. We don't need to geek, geek out too much about that, but it's actually really intriguing once you understand it, because it has to do with bone density as well. So there's all sorts of different pieces here. So um, what I want people to begin to think about is your gut is this, we talk about this word homeostasis. Homeostasis is the natural balance of nature. If you go out in a really healthy forest and you look at everything's just happy and green and looks really healthy and it's burgeoning and growing and blooming and you know, you smell it, it smells so good. That's a healthy microbiome. So that's the way you want your gut to be. So when you have, um, I, I don't I, I was trying to think of a good thing, but I don't know that a good um, idea that help people visualize this, but I think that forest is a good idea. 
you know, a good visualization. Like you want your gut to be like a healthy forest. So when I think about when you nature, out in nature, if you have a very large um, concentration of a particular mineral, you're either mining it or it's considered a toxic waste dump. So you don't actually want to create imbalance in your body by adding large amounts. 320 milligrams of magnesium is a lot to be throwing into your gut every day and only 10 to 12% of it's getting absorbed and the rest your body is having to work to get rid of. So mm -hmm. what we want to do is a complete paradigm shift. And rather than and that's hard, that's hard. It's, to, it's, it's really it's hard, hard, right? It's really hard. So, you know, rather than trying to hack our body by thinking of it like a car, and I'm just going to add a lot of stuff, spend hundreds of dollars to put lots of different minerals into my system. Why not do it the way mother nature does and provide it via humic and fulvic molecules, which is the way all plants and animals across the earth are evolved to do mineral replenishment. So, so that kind of leads us into the whole thing about, well, what, what the heck are humic and fulvic? <laughs> so, um, on, on that, what, uh, what are they? What, what, uh, what is a humic and fulvic complex? Because it's different than an acid, and I think a lot of people might, if they're familiar with this topic, are going to be more familiar with the acids. Um, what briefly? What what is that difference, and and what is a oh yeah. complex? Well, first of all, let me just give you a quick overview of. So imagine an entire rainforest back when the dinosaurs lived, and imagine that rainforest slowly over millennia decomposing. I actually have this great. Um, slide that I do when I do a presentation that shows a forest floor decomposing and has all these bugs and things, you know, working and they're eating stuff and, you know, they're pooping and, they're, you know, all these things are happening, you know, and it's slowly decomposing. So imagine an entire rainforest and it's decomposed into this single strata of earth, of, of soil that's below the earth, 10 to 12 feet sometimes 14, something around there, and it's completely black and it's incredibly mineral rich. It's like all the mineral content of that entire rainforest brought down into this incredibly mineral rich substance. And that substance is called humate. And humate has two components. One is called humic and the other is called fulvic. They're often referred to as humic acid and fulvic acid, but I'm not, I'm going to separate it from that for right now. Let's just talk about humic and fulvic. So humic and fulvic are these two molecules and they have some amazing properties. We're going to talk about fulvic first. So fulvic is a very, very small molecule, much smaller than a cell. It carries with it a full spectrum of all the minerals on earth, all the like 70 plus minerals on earth. Okay. That exist on earth. And it's a very, very small molecule, much smaller than a cell, and it's called a flavonoid. So a flavonoid is a carrier. It's a very strong electro electrolyte and things stick to it. So all the mineral content, the nutrition that you eat sticks to it and it carries those through the cell wall and it drops them off inside the cell. Now, how does it do that? It has an amazing miraculous property. 
it can change its polarity. It's the only molecule on earth that they know of that can change its polarity from positive to negative or negative to positive. They've got a lot of theories and ideas about why or it does that, but they don't, they, when you start studying how it does it, it you get into quantum mechanics, uh, quantum physics, quantum singularity stuff. It's really, really complex. So it's, it's really, it's a miraculous thing. So it, it carries things into the cell. It changes its polarity. Those things drop off. Other things stick to it and carries those out and back and forth. Okay. So it also has some capacity. It does this changing of the, of its polarity. And in the process, it interacts with the humic molecule. So the humic and fulvic occur everywhere together on earth. And the humic molecule is very different. It's a large molecule, much larger than a cell. It hangs out in the bloodstream and it's a very strong electrolyte as well. It does, it does a few things. One, it interacts with the cell wall and with the proteins in the cell wall and opens more channels for things to go through. So it enhances nutrient uptake, both humic and fulvic together greatly enhance the nutrient uptake because not only do they open more cell, uh, openings in the cell wall, but they, the fulvic then can carry more nutrients in and um, toxins, bio waste, et cetera, out of your cells. If you think of, if you're sitting in a room right now and you imagine you've got, you know, or you just look around, there's a couple doors or maybe one door and a couple windows. Now imagine mm -hmm. there's three doors and six windows. And now imagine- you get a lot more has, in and out. Yeah, now you imagine you have some really strong guys who can carry a whole bunch of things in and out. Now that's the fulvic, you know? And plus both of these molecules carry with them those 70 plus minerals and the humic molecule also carries with it some amino acids, trace amino acids, and B vitamins, which are really um, extremely bioavailable, which makes them, uh, because they're so, um, because they're in the solution, um, excuse me, because they're part of the humic and fulvic process, they are very available to the body. So when we talked about this, um, this bioavailability process, starting with digestion, then into absorption. Now we have, if we have humic and fulvic in your system, you've got this incredible ability to get those nutrients, that, that magnesium that did finally get into your bloodstream into your cells, where it can actually do its job. That's, that's a big deal. So us being, being in Arkansas and surrounded by cropland and, and farming, uh, conventional farming, uh, glyphosate is probably a much bigger issue than, than a lot of people realize, even though I think it's starting to come around that, hey, this is, this is a bad problem. Again, the humic has got me very excited in a way, especially with some of the newer things that are coming out. Can you expand on, on that, the uh, humic and yes. glyphosate connection? Mm -hmm. So the other aspect of humic that I didn't talk about is that it is an incredible detoxification agent. And it's a very gentle detoxification agent. Why is that? Because it chelates with heavy metals. It binds with free radicals in your system. So it's exponentially like thousands of times more effective as a, an antioxidant than any superfood or other element that they know of, okay? It also binds with just bio waste and environmental toxins. 
And the final thing that they've just, the studies have just started coming out, they're out of China, most of, and Japan, um, that the humic molecule has the ability to adsorb this word, not absorb, but adsorb. And what that, what it does is it actually creates a film around the glyphosate molecule, which inhibits its negative effects in your system. And then ultimately it binds with it and carries it out of your system. It also speeds the breakdown of the glyphosate molecule. So this has many implications, both for remediation of glyphosates in cropland, where people are trying to move away from using um, glyphosates in the production of food. It has incredible um, possibilities and potentials for the remediation of glyphosate in our systems. And let me, let me give you a little, I don't know how much people know about glyphosates and how they affect you. Um, but I think it might be, I could just give an overview. Would that be? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, because it's a big deal. Um, yeah, it really is. And, and it's a systemic issue. It's not only an issue in Arkansas. I'm telling you, they found glyphosates at the North Pole. You know, glyphosates are in the air we breathe. They're in the water. And it's, it's a full, there's, there's a great book written by a woman named Stephanie Seneff. And, Seneff, and it's, um, oh gosh, it's called Toxic Legacy. Fantastic, fantastic book. And she is really the quintessential researcher on this, on this subject. Um, so I'm going to, she, she would talk very technically about this. I'm going to try and break it down and put it in really simple language. Um, but basically what happens when you ingest glyphosates, and, and let me be clear that it's not only just the glyphosate molecule, it's that glyphosates are mixed with something called adjuvants and surfactants. And these are um, substances that make the glyphosate more bioavailable to the plant. And it's actually the mix of the glyphosates with the adjuvants and surfactants that makes it problematic, much, much more problematic. It's also the fact that they're reapplying the glyphosates over and over and over again on the same fields. So, so you get this glyphosate molecule in your gut and what it does is it attacks a certain set of enzymes in your gut called the CP450 family of enzymes. And the interesting thing about that is all of the gluten intolerance that we've been, you know, the rise in gluten intolerance is it's the same set of enzymes. So and, just a and coincidence. They call, and they call, yeah, and they call this set of enzymes the first line of defense because one of the th things that these enzymes do is they they support what we call tight junctions in the gut. And imagine your gut is lined with all these cells. Remember, we talked about all those cells, and those cells are literally like round. Think about round things like balls pushing up against each other. And when they're tight, they're pushed up against each other. Nothing can get through. And when they're loose, there are spaces. And then environmental toxins, food particles that haven't been totally digested down to those ionic components, all those things get into your bloodstream and those things create inflammation. That so your essentially body reacts. leaky gut, leaky gut. Leaky um, gut, exactly. Yeah. So. Yes. I think that that's, it was kind of a fringe term there for a while, but I think it's getting more, much more accepted uh, for, for good reason. Um, right. 
So glyphosate's kind of one of the the initializing aspects of of that. Of that, yes. So when I went back, you know, after doing all the research into glyphosate, and I thought about all the health, the positive health impacts that I'd had from taking humic and fulvic, I realized that not only were they affecting, you know, doing detoxification and doing nutrient up nutrient better nutrient uptake, et cetera, they were also adsorbing the glyphosates out of my system and removing the glyphosates. So the leaky gut went away, you know, the inflammation stopped happening. I stopped having all this, the, the um, uh, allergic symptoms, et cetera. Yeah. That, the detoxification has been a massive, massive focus for us. And uh, one of the little stacks, and I was, wanted your opinion on this, that, that I try to do with, with uh, Lander and ourselves, because like, we, we're not done. Just because Lander has been cancer-free for two years doesn't mean we're, we're done, right? So I'm always trying to detox. And so we've got the infrared uh, sauna. And what we will do is on, on an empty stomach, he'll take the uh, charcoal, I do too, the charcoal and then the humic. Um, and so I was interested on your thoughts on that. I was, my idea was that, you know, the infrared sauna helps release even more toxins. And now we've got the charcoal and the humic to help attach, get, attach it and get rid of it. Absolutely. In fact, I was, um, we were recently at the biohacking conference in Beverly Hills and across from us was, um, an infrared sauna company. Um, and we had a long conversation about how much if your if your system has is fully loaded with the humic minerals how much more effective the detoxification in the infrared is going to be that's awesome was it yeah. was it sunlighting yeah it was sunlighting exactly I, so that's who we work with I, I i i fully believe you feel good about them oh i think they're the best i really do oh that makes me feel even better so that's combining the infrared with the the beam minerals, the humic is a, that's a good, good compare or companion, huh? And one of the things I want, you know, people think a lot about detox and there's, so this, the big things that are going to be happening in the world of health and wellness is number one, mineral replenishment, people understanding mineral deficiency, understanding mineral um, uh, replenishment, how it works, effective mineral replenishment. These are going to be the conversations you're going to start hearing. Literally every practitioner I talk to says to me, I need to figure out how to get minerals into my patients, every single one. So this is the vanguard, I call it the vanguard of health. Then the other one is detox because we're dealing with systemic issues like glyphosates and other environmental toxin issues. So um, the, the whole concept of detox historically was you go through a detox protocol you know, and, and a lot of times these are really involved processes with lots of pills and lots of products and, and you feel like crap during it and all the, you know, but the thing that I say that I think um, the, the thinking, people are beginning to change their thinking because they're going, okay, if you had intense toxicity, it might be really good to do a short-term protocol to do some chelation therapy or something, okay? But as soon as you finish that, you're now continuing to get those in your in the environment, those toxins are again continuing. So what we need to have as a foundation for for constant detoxification 
is the humic molecule. What I, I actually say, you know, we need to get Mother Earth back into humans. <laughs> That's we're 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 getting getting pretty far away. Well, Caroline, just thank you, thank you for your wisdom and taking the time to share. Uh, hope hope this has been valuable. Um, it it has been to me. I appreciate uh, all the questions that I ask you, and you always getting back <laughs> with me. We're 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 trying. Thank you. And, you know, you mentioned that you um, work with a lot of older women and I'm an older woman. Um, and what I want to say to to those women is if there is anything you can do to strengthen your hormone balance, your adrenals, your thyroid, these are this is the three legged stool of a of an aging woman. And the more that you can keep that balance stool, that balance set between your adrenals, your thyroid, and your hormones balanced, the better off you are going to feel for longer. And minerals are the absolute foundational key for that. So if you looked at me, actually, you, I mean, I, I literally look younger today than I did before I started taking minerals. I you look like, great. You know, I know obviously well, I don't know what, about you're that, doing, <laughs> what you're doing is working and uh, we're going to keep spreading the message. We are going to keep, so keep doing it. Well, right, Logan, I, I want to have more conversations with you um, about agriculture someday. And because and, I know you're in that world and, and um, we're moving well, into that world as well. That's that foundation that goes back to that foundation we were talking about. But yes, we are definitely going to follow up on that and uh, we'll visit soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye -bye.